got the tools for someone else to learn. Let your experience flow through yours. Break in the silence. It's time to be heard. It's time to be heard. It's time to be heard. Break in the silence. It's time to be This is a great day to bless the Lord. My soul make a boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Come on and magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. His name is wonderful. I am so excited that you have taken time out of your busy schedule to tune into the place where the silence is broken. That's Breaking the Silence Global Network. And on today, I'm going to pray the prayer of faith because I know that this is a season and a time where we're going through emotional feelings and turbulence is in the air and all around us. And some of us don't even feel good in our natural physical body. So I'm going to pray the prayer of faith and I'm going to share with you what the Lord has impressed upon my heart for this day. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I love you, Lord. I bless your most holy name for your name is holy and your name is righteous, God, for your name is above every name. And at the very name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would touch every individual under the sound of my voice. Father, I ask that you would meet their needs and answer their prayers. God, because you declare the effectual and the fervent prayer of a righteous man that it availed much. Father, in the name of Jesus. And Paul said, and my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you today, oh God, that you're supplying their need, God. Whatever the need is, Father, you know all about it. It's in Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen. And bless the Lord. I am so excited that you've tuned in today to share with me, to hear what the spirit of the living God has to say unto us. And this is a simple word, but a profound and a prolific word. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting or eternal life. During this season in our life, we're looking for love and we're looking for love in all the wrong places. But we have to understand that God done something so special. He gave his only begotten son for you and for me because he loved the world. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave, he gave up his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him will not perish, but you would have eternal life. The love that the father is talking about is this agape love. It's not predicated on our works. It's not predicated on how much we love him. It's not predicated on how faithful, how dedicated we are to him. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave his son to die for you and I. He gave his son to purchase us back with his own blood. So while you're 
on the couch or in the living room or you're having a conversation with your best friend and you say, I just want somebody to love me. I just want somebody to be in my corner. I just really want somebody to be there for me where God is always there for you. He's there so much for you that he gave his only begotten son. And let me tell you something. God is so amazing and so awesome. You're crying at night and you're walking the floor and you're asking the Lord, when am I going to receive the love? He said, I'm wrapping my loving arms around you right now. I want you to know that I love you so much that every tear that you shed, I place it in a bottle. And one day the top is going to come up off that bottle and I'm going to give you that much joy and more. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God gave his son so that we could have ever lasting life, eternal life. Jesus was the sacrifice. He paid the price for us to be reconciled back to God. When I think about that, it brings such joy to my heart to know that God loved me when I didn't even know him. God gave his son to purchase me back in my sinful nature before I even committed the sin. And somebody is listening today. Somebody is viewing and you said, God cannot love me because if God really loved me, I wouldn't have lost my loved one. My children would not be acting up. My marriage wouldn't have been in disarray. It wouldn't have broke up. I wouldn't have ended up in divorce court. If God loved me so much, all of my financial obligations will be met. That does not determine whether God love you. God loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son just for you. And when we began to take that personally, when we began to ponder that thing in our heart and say, you know what? God really loved me because all of the things that I've done. God could have allowed an accident to take me out. God could have allowed the robber to come in and rob me, rape me, and molest me. But God allowed the burglar to pass by my house. That's how much God loved me. God loved me so much to where he saw me a mess before I even committed the sin, before I even thought the act, and he has already forgiven me. That's what love does. Love forgives. Love does not love because you've done something for it. That's not the kind of love that God has. And what God is saying to us today, he said, you know what? I want my people. I want them to operate in that same kind of love. Somebody is saying it's hard. You really do not understand what I've gone through, what I've been through. I cannot love them. They betrayed me. They scandalized my name. They stabbed me in the back. They have taken from me. But you have to understand when you have become a child of God, when you are the Christ, like that same love that God gave to us is that same kind of love that you give back even to the one that hates you, even to the one that lied to you, even to the one that betrayed you. You still have to love them unconditionally. Somebody's heart has been so broken. You have literally said that I'm never going to let anyone get into my heart again. I'm not giving my heart to another person. But can I ask you to do this for me? If you have not given God your heart, give God your heart. And what God will do, God will teach you how to love the unlovable. God will show you how to love those who have done evil to you. He will show you how to do it with such grace and with such compassion. 
We're talking about the love of the father. Some of you are saying, I was the black sheep of my family. My, my mom and my dad, they never showed me love, but God yet loves you. Well, you do not understand. I'm on drugs right now. I'm shagging right now. I'm fornicating right now. I'm doing all of those things. I'm committing adultery. It does not stop God from loving you. And I know someone, you're saying that I prayed about this last night. And I know someone else, you may be saying, God, give me your heart. If that is your prayer, God is ready to answer your prayer. God is ready to move upon it right now. We So often we look for this physical love from people and we're wondering why they can't love me the way I love them. The only way somebody genuinely know how to love you is if they have first learned how to love God, if they have fallen in love with God and they've learned how to love themselves. Many people walk around with a smile on their face, but they're unhappy with themselves. They do not really love themselves. As a matter of fact, some people do not even like themselves. So we're talking about this love that the Father, that Abba, that Jehovah, that Yahweh have for us so much that he gave his son, Jesus the Christ, Yeshua, for us. Glory be to God. For us, he gave his son for us that we can have eternal life. Glory be to God. That is good news, my sister. That is good news, my friend. That is good news, my brother. Eternal life because of Jesus the Christ. He loves you. God loves you so much. You're panicking right now. You can't even stand being in the room by yourself because the walls are closing in because you said, I feel like I'm so alone. You are never alone. That's how much God loves you. Well, what are you talking about? I'm never alone. I'm in the room by myself. No one is there before Jesus left. There was a promise made that he would not leave you orphaned. He would not leave you without a comforter. The Holy Spirit is right there to let you feel the love of God. Something happened to me that was so amazing. It was so phenomenal on uh, my graduation day when I recently graduated. And the woman of God was singing and she was just worshiping the Lord. And I began to enter into that place of worship with her. And in my heart. My heart started grieving and I started crying and I said in my spirit within myself, I said, I wish my mother was here. My mother is deceased. I said, I wish my mother was here to share this moment. All of a sudden, I felt the love of God. So I know what it feels like when he said, I'll be a mother to the motherless. All of a sudden, I can feel this presence. If, if it was my mother standing right there on side of me, but I knew that that was the spirit of God. The spirit of God said, you know what? You're looking for that motherly love right now. You're looking for that comfort right now. And I want to show you that I'm all of that. And in that moment, when the Holy Spirit came, I had to identify it because I knew my mom was not there, but it was the spirit of God. The spirit of God had heard my cry, had heard my petition, had heard my supplication in my heart. So he allowed me to feel the very presence of God. So what am I saying to you, my friend? What am I saying to you, beloved? Is that when you feel all alone, the Holy Spirit will come and comfort you and wrap his loving arms around you. Do not go anywhere. We must continue this conversation because somebody is looking for love in all the wrong places.
Praise the Lord. We're dealing with John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting or eternal life. And we're talking about the love of God. And I was sharing with you the experience that I had before we went to break about how I was um, in the midst of my graduation and we were worshiping the Lord. And in my heart, you know, I, I, I was saying that I wish my mother could be there. And all of a sudden, I can feel her presence. I knew that there was the love of God sending the Holy Spirit to comfort me. And immediately my heart stopped aching. Immediately I stopped feeling that loneliness for my mother because he occupied that space. And that's exactly what the spirit of the living God will begin to do for you. We have entered into a season where it's our holiday time or our birthday time or our anniversary time. And you've lost that loved one. And you're saying, I wish that they were here. The Lord said, I want to comfort you. I want to show you that I love you so much that I gave my son to die on the cross for you, that you are not by yourself. You are never alone. He promised I would never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said, Lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of time or the end of this age. God say, I'm right there. I know somebody is literally saying in their heart right now, I once walked with God. I was faithful to the things of God and I messed up. God can't love me, sweetheart. That is far from the truth. There's nothing that you can do to cause God not to love you. He may not like our actions. He may not like our behavior. He may not like our conversations, but God loves you regardless, regardless to where you are, regardless of your shortcomings. And I know some of you, you're saying, I'm not alone. I know some of you saying, I need the spirit of God to come and comfort me. Some of you are literally in your house and you're saying, this is what I needed because because right now I'm feeling vulnerable right now. I feel like I'm going to do something wrong because I need to know that God loves me. And listen, listen, you do not have to prove anything to God. You just turn around and tell God, thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for giving your son to die on the cross for me. Thank you for allowing your son to get up out the grave on the third day just for me. God loved you so much that he protected you. And someone may be saying, well, when I was a child, I was taken advantage of was the love of God there. Then the love of God was there. That's why you're able to stand today. That's why you're able to talk about it. That's why you're able to share your testimony because of the love of the father. God love us. He said, you know what? I cannot leave you in a bad state. I cannot leave you in a sinful state. I'm going to send my son. I'm going to take myself. I'm going to wrap some flesh around myself and I'm going to send myself into the earth realm, glory be to God, to go and reconcile man, hallelujah, back unto me. All God wanted was us back. Why God love us so much and he want us back? Because he want us to display his love in the earth realm. What kind of love are we to display in the earth realm? The agape love. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Somebody, you're still mad. You're still angry. Something happened seven years ago. Something happened to you 20 years ago. Something happened to you five years ago and you're still angry about it. You're still upset. Somebody even 30 years ago, you're upset about it. You're still not speaking speaking to that person, you're still mad. And guess what? That person has gone on with their life. They have forgotten about whatever the situation was. 
So we love God loves us so much that he forgive us. So if God forgive us, he want us to love to the point to where we forgive others because forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. It's for me. Glory be to God. We do not forgive people because they they done good to us. We forgive them even when they've done wrong because we have the love of the father. And when we have the love of the father, just like God gave his son for us, we deny ourselves for him. Glory be to God. I need to say that again. We deny ourselves for, for him. So come out of your box and, and realize that God do love you. You're beautiful and you're wonderfully made. You are made in the image and the likeness of your God. Hallelujah. You're depressed. Glory. You're stressed out. And you're wondering, do God really, really love me? The answer to the question is absolutely. He loves you. Well, look, look, lady, do you know what I'm doing right now? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Do you know my history? It doesn't matter. Maybe you're in prison and you're watching this today. And you're saying, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I really want to receive. I really want to feel the love of the father because I feel like I'm here all by myself. I feel like God cannot possibly love me for the things that I've done. And now I'm in confinement to this jail cell. Yes, he do love you. He love you so much that he's calling you back to him now. He love you so much to where he say, I forgive you. He says, he says, as a matter of fact, I have already forgave you for all of your sins, for all of your shortcomings. Well, I murdered someone. God still forgives you. I molested five children. God still loves you and he still forgives you. That's the kind of love. God's love is not like man's love. Man love us predicated on what we can do for them. And the moment you can't do anything for them, they do not love you the same anymore. God is not like that. Glory be to God. There are some people you've been married for 20 and 30 years and your spouse make a mistake and have an affair on you and you immediately hate them. You immediately dislike them. You immediately want to divorce. You immediately want to walk away. But can I ask you something? Did God walk away from you? When you cheated on him, no, he still loved you. He still forgave you. He still cradled you. He still walked by your side. He still holds your hand. Am I telling you to tolerate something that's, that's absolutely wrong? No, I'm not. But I want you to investigate the matter. I want you to look at it differently. Because when we begin to look at life differently, everything around us change. Because God loved us that he gave his son. And God want us to love him so much that we're willing to give our ways up. Come on, our emotions up, our feelings up and love somebody else. Glory be to God. I know you say that's it. Investigate the matter. Look close at it. God love doesn't have conditions. No conditions at all. It's not predicated on anything. It's not predicated on how much you pray. It's not predicated on how many times you go to church. It's not predicated on how many times you fast. It's not predicated on that. The love of God, hallelujah, has everything to do with us being reconciled. 
He gave his son as a ransom for our lives. We were doomed. We were, he we were headed for destruction. We were headed for death. But God loved us so much. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He said, I can't allow them to go out like that. I want them to know that no matter what condition, what state, what situation they're in, they will ever get in, that I sent my son to die just for that. Uh-oh. To die just for that. You're holding it over your head. You're shaking it like keys over your head. Love died for that. That addiction, love died for that. That habit, love died for that. Glory be to God. That's how much God loves you. I know the church world. I know people have told you, well, you know, you do all this. You better not even try to talk to God. No, 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 no. He still loves you. He wants you to come and talk to him about it. He, he wants you to say, Lord, look, I'm sorry. I know that I've fallen short. And you get into his presence. You repent first and you get into his presence. He loves you. He never slammed the door. He never signed a decree of divorce. He never said, I dislike you because I saw what you've done last night. That's not how God operates. He still loves you. That's it. I know you're saying that Jesus said it's finished. That's right. It was finished. Anything that you could ever do, anything that you've ever done is finished. It's over with because of Jesus. Because of the Christ, we're talking about the love of God and how much he loves you. You, you, I know you have some jacked up ways. Come on, but he loves you. I know you act funny sometimes, but he still loves you. I, I know you, you don't just run behind him like you should, but he still loves you. And he want you to know that I love you. And I'm staying in this posture and I'm waiting on you to come back home. Ah! He's not moving anywhere. He's not getting out of the way. We're talking about the love of God because you've been searching and looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking to promote your business, book, product, or upcoming event? Advertise with us at Breaking the Silence Global Network. For more information, email us at btsnextlevel at gmail.com. We look forward to you partnering with us. We're dealing with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting or eternal life. It is through the love of God, because of the love of God, through Jesus the Christ, that we have eternal life. We are forgiven because of the love of the Father. Get that hammer out of your hand and stop beating yourself up. God loves you. I know you say, well, the, them church folks been telling me that, you know, God can't love me. God don't want to have anything to do with me because of where I am. That's not true. God loves you. And he's still in the same posture waiting for you to say, you know what? Now is my turn to show you the love that you've been showing me. That was sweet right there. Now it's my turn, God, to show you the love that you have been showing to me. God loves you with an everlasting love.
And I will continue to say, it's not predicated on you. Glory be to God. It's predicated on God through Jesus. He loves you. I'm going to speak into your life prophetically because right now I can sense in the spirit that so many of you, you are beating yourself up. You 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 said it doesn't even make sense anymore to even serve God because of all the things I've done, all the places I've been, all the things that I've said. And I want to pray the prayer of faith and believe with you that that God will change your mindset. And not only will he change your mindset, but it will cause your actions to change, your actions to line up. And and you start walking in that same love, that same agape love. And I know somebody is saying, you know what, woman of God, I hear all that stuff you're saying. And you're saying a whole lot of stuff and it makes sense now. But when I'm in my situation, it doesn't make sense. The old church used to say it like this. You will understand it better by and by. Because when God has broken you enough, when you've gone through enough trials and enough tribulations, you learn to love everybody the same, just like God loved everybody the same. So I'm going to pray with you because there's bitterness in families. There's hatred in families and mothers and daughters are not talking and sons and fathers are not talking. And I understand what the scripture says, but there are some of you that you know better and, and you know that you're supposed to be operating the love of the father. Come on. Glory be to God. Well, you say my mom wasn't there. My dad wasn't there for me. Do you know why they weren't there? Glory be to God. Do you know that could be the best thing that could have ever happened for you for them not being there because you don't know what manner of spirit that they're operating and you don't know what their life was going through. Maybe they, they couldn't give you a productive or a successful life. So this was better for you. Maybe if you would have been raised by them, you would have been addicted to some drugs or you would have been doing some things that you would be afraid to even talk about. So don't look at everything in the negative. Look at it as a positive. Because the Apostle Paul let us know all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and to those who are the called according to his purpose. So I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe that the Lord is going to touch your heart to receive his love today. Glory be to God and receive his forgiveness for your life. Stop beating yourself up. I can even, ha, glory be to God. I can even feel in the spirit that somebody is on here and you have made a mistake and you do not even know how to get out of that thing. And you're looking for a door of escape. You're looking for a way just to run. Sometimes you feel like you can burst through that door and run down the street and hoping nobody ever catch you. But if you fall in love with the Lord and you allow the love of the father to come, and he'll whisper to you. He'll talk to you. He'll give you a sense of directions if you let him do it. So, Father, this day, in the name of Jesus, I lift up these, your people, God, these, your creations, Father. And you know exactly where they are. And you know exactly what they stand in need of, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. And some that don't even believe that you can love them because the place that they're in, allow the Holy Spirit to go right where they are. Glory. Allow the Holy Spirit to go right where they are. And allow, ha, glory be to God. Allow the Holy Spirit to begin to wrap his loving arms around them. Allow the Holy Spirit to begin to 
to breathe upon them and let them know that I love and let them know oh God that you love them father in the name of Jesus God let them know father glory be to God that you would never leave them nor will you forsake them father somebody heart is broken today Lord let them feel your love father somebody have pressure in their head right now Lord allow them to feel your love God allow them to feel your forgiveness father in the name of Jesus God somebody is in the bed with the covers over their head because they feel all alone and they feel like they're not worthy of your love oh God breathe upon them a fresh air breathe upon them a fresh father in the name of Jesus oh God be that comfort of Holy Spirit glory be to God give them a kiss on their cheek and let them know everything is going to be okay father in the name father in the name of Jesus God and father we shall ever be so careful to give you praise to give you honor and to give you glory in the name of Jesus oh God father somebody hallelujah Glory be to God. Somebody is literally sitting in a brown chair. Glory be to God. Father, I ask that you would wrap your loving arms around them right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, by way of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, go and comfort them. Because they feel like they're not going to make it if you do not show up, oh God. Depression is all over them. Glory be to God. Father, somebody is in warfare, God, and they're warring, God, because they want to receive your love and they want to walk in your love, God, but the warfare is so intense, Father. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God. Somebody just said, I'm sitting in a brown chair. Holy Spirit, wrap your loving arms around them. Let them feel your compassion. Let them feel your love, God. In the name of Jesus. And that person is sitting in that brown chair. I hear the Spirit of the living God saying that he's getting ready to live. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory be to God. God, he's getting ready to order your steps. I can see your feet. Glory be to God. And God is getting ready to literally order your steps. Because it looks like every time you start going forward, every time you start succeeding, glory be to God, I can see like these shackles, these braces upon your feet as if it tries to stop you. But this day in the name of Jesus, by way of the Holy Ghost, we send the fire of the anointing to loose her her feet under the Basia. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that I'm getting ready to give you such peace that surpasses all understanding. The person is sitting in this brown chair. He said, I'm getting ready to give you such peace that surpasses all understanding. And he said, tell them that I'm getting ready to answer their request. Glory be to God. And I hear the spirit of the living God. You've been going through something for the last two weeks to two months. And the Lord said to tell you, he said, tell about the things you've been dealing with for the last two weeks. He said, tell it, I'm getting ready to bring clarity. The hands of the Lord is upon your life. I feel the Holy Ghost. The hands of the Lord is upon your life. 
sweetheart, and God is getting ready to do something supernatural. I see your feet are now free. Glory be to God. And the Lord is getting ready to allow you to walk into an unusual breakthrough. I see a door. Glory be to God. That's getting ready to open. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to tell you that he's getting ready to open up the floodgates to you. Father, we bless you, God, and we thank you, Lord, for these, your people, Lord, who have tuned in this day that are watching, breaking the silence across the globe, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, you know exactly where every individual is, Lord. I see someone, you have on a white blouse, a white t-shirt, and it has some black writing on it. I see Ronda Rosa is, is white and he has some black writing on it and the writing is trimmed in white. I heard the spirit of the Lord say he's going to heal every blow, every broken place. And he said many will know in this hour that I have healed thee, that I have brought head, glory be to God, that I have brought thee ah, Jesus have mercy, that I have brought thee out, said God. Ronda Rosa, I even see you with the white shirt and the black writing on it glory be to god some kind of something going on is is the shirt is white the t-shirt is white they have black on it and i hear the lord say glory be to god that i'm going back even until thy childhood and i'm gonna heal thee from thy childhood said god and i heard the spirit of the lord told me to tell you that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord shall deliver them out of them all God said, I'm getting ready to deliver you out of every affliction, out of every affliction, Jesus, out of every God, straight from Zion, out of every affliction, says the Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, God, allow your people to feel your love, God, allow them to feel your compassion and your forgiveness, Lord God, and let them know that you sent your son to die for them so that they may have eternal life, Father. In the name of Jesus, there was somebody you watching and you had a television on and you turned the television off. You just turned the TV off just now. The spirit of the Lord said, because you tapped in, he said, I'm getting ready to do something supernatural. A television was on. Glory be to God. And you turned the television. And the spirit of the Lord said, because you tapped in, you can experience a move of God in your life like you have never experienced a move of God. I heard the spirit of the living. Hey, glory. I heard the spirit of the living God say, he's getting ready to meet a financial obligation, said God. He says, he's getting ready to meet a financial obligation. Father, we love you, Lord. Allow your people to feel your love. Oh. Allow your people, God, to feel your love. There's another individual. Glory be to God. I can see the place where you live at. You was changing the drapes. 
I saw the drapes, the curtains, and the labosia, and you were changing them under the So now only thing up is the blinds because you're trying to decide out of what you're gonna do next. I heard the spirit of the Lord say the Leosia. Then he's getting ready to come to your residence. He's getting ready to come to your house under the and he said, I'm getting ready to shift some things in thine favor, says the spirit of the living God and the labosia. And the Lord said, Don't be concerned about what has risen up against you because if I be for you who can be against you said God God we love you Lord I thank you Father that your people they're feeling your love God they're feeling your presence Lord God and Father, I thank you that everything that you said, God, every word that you've spoken over the lives of your people, God, the enemy will not come and snatch it. It's sealed. It's protected. It's guarded. Angels guarded. Protected in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua. Father, I thank you, God. After they've witnessed your love, they've felt your love, God, somebody is going to come run and ask, what must I do to be saved? Because they want this eternal love. Because they thought they were too low for your love, God. They didn't understand that you can reach your hand down. And you can pick them up. Glory be to God. So, Father, this day, I thank you for your handmaidens. I thank you for your people, God, as you're moving. I literally saw somebody sitting in a cubicle just now. Glory be to God. You're sitting in this cubicle. Glory be to God. And the walls of the cubicle is like a dark gray. Glory be to God. And you're getting ready to make a decision. And I heard. And I heard the spirit of the Lord saying that he's getting ready to go. He's getting ready to order your steps and he's getting ready to help you make the very decision that's fruitful for your life, said God. He said, do not worry. Do not be concerned. You're sitting in a cubicle and it's a dark kind of gray cubicle and you're sitting there. And the spirit of the Lord say, who he's going to help you. He's going to show you. How to make the decision. Glory be to God. I can see the computer. I can see a little a tablet, like a little, a little pad, like you're writing something. I can see the phone. And the Spirit of the Lord said, Glory be to God, that you do not have to be concerned. About making this decision all by yourself. Somebody is concerned about hurting somebody else's feelings. But the spirit of the Lord said, I will lead you and I will guide you. Father, I love you. I thank you, Lord, for these, your people, God. I thank you for your love, God, that you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believeth in you should not perish, but have eternal life. God, I thank you for eternal life. I thank you, God. I thank you for your son dying for us. I thank you for your son being our greatest intercession. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit who lead us and guide us into all truth and all righteousness. So know today you are loved by the Father through the Son. God bless you. 
Life absolutely has its share of ups and downs, joys and pains, and unexpected situations. It's okay not to be okay. Help is available. Dr. Patricia Fry is now offering private Christian counseling for families and individuals. Call to schedule your virtual or in-office appointment today, 985-402-1736. Discounts are available with approved proof of insurance. Call for rates and scheduling, 985-402-1736.